You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make banks, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hey, my loves, welcome back to the pod. I'm actually recording these in the beginning of April because me and Dustin got COVID, which really sucked. Oh my God, I was so fucking sick. (laughs) I was so sick. I was so sick. I cannot even tell you how sick I was. Um, And I usually downplay things while they're happening. And then when I look back on them, I'm like, damn, I was pretty bad. But luckily, I don't have any lasting symptoms, which I am so grateful for. Neither does Dustin. We actually like exposed his parents and we exposed my parents and my sister and they all are symptom free. So we are so lucky. We are also triple vaxxed um, and we were wearing masks at the concert that we were at the day before my birthday. Um, But I think that's where we got it, which it was going to happen. This new strain is highly transmissible, um, but we are both healthy individuals and I am grateful that we could take the time off and I'm grateful to have a business that allows me that flexibility. Um, And I want to tell you a little story about a sales call that I had. So this is quite recent and you guys know that I get like ultra, ultra, I don't know why I said ultra like that. It doesn't even sound like a word. Ultra vulnerable on the podcast. And first I want to say that I am TikTok obsessed. I actually got diagnosed because of TikTok. I'm not saying you should go on TikTok and diagnose yourself with ADHD, but I'm saying that ADHD talk made me aware of the symptoms that I was having and it made me aware of the things that I did every day and the things that I felt and the things that I thought and how they were so closely related to being ADHD and because I'm an action taker I contacted a psychiatrist and I did all the work for it I paid like two thousand dollars to get tested and diagnosed properly Um, and now I'm on Concerta which has been great for me but it's not everything right like I still have to have my routines I still do my non-negotiables I still work out I still do a lot of things to manage my brain especially owning a business on my own and doing everything on my own um and I'm just saying that things like TikTok are so cool because you can actually become aware of your own habits, your own patterns, or things that you didn't even realize just from a free app. Like, it really is amazing. And whenever I think about people, like, crapping all over uh, social media and stuff like that is, like, whatever you choose to think about something is what you will create. So if you are thinking to yourself that your Instagram is like doing something to you it's it's your thoughts about Instagram and it's your thoughts about 
what's happening as soon as you open the app, you know, um, and that you have a responsibility to your thoughts. And sometimes it just takes taking a little bit of a break, um, but your thoughts always create your reality. So where was I going with this on that rant that I just went on? But on TikTok, there's this adorable dad and he puts a microphone on his three-year-old daughter and he takes her skiing. So he's a skiing instructor, I think in BC Um, and in Canada, skiing is a big deal, especially skiing skiing in the mountains like my family often goes out at least once a year and we go to Alberta or we go to BC and we ski I learned how to ski at 12 years old and um because of my coordination problems because I had undiagnosed ADHD it was hell on earth but that's a different story for another trauma that's not what I wanted to say but you know what I mean (laughs) it was traumatic anyways so this dude he puts a fucking microphone on his child and he sends her down the hill she's three years old and she is an amazing skier like amazing skier and it's so cool seeing how like kids can really pick up things at such a young age and they can get really good at things and that includes their self-talk that includes what they think and what they know you know like we are so formidable at those young ages and I think it's really cool that this generation of parents are like learning how to empower their kids and helping their kids empower themselves right Um, because a lot of us over here with parents that are boomers (laughs) had parents that didn't know how to hold our emotion or didn't realize that a lot of the things that they said to themselves were something that we internalized right so now we get the amazing job of unlearning all that shit anyways I am going on so many rants today I'm so sorry okay so this guy puts a microphone on his three-year-old child and he takes her skiing and I am obviously amazed at the fact that this three-year-old is such an amazing skier but the one thing that I noticed about this three-year-old is the way that she is just the observer of her environment So she will say things like powder, powder, powder. Oh, big hill. She'll say, wow, I'm going fast. She'll say, there's a tree. Hi, tree. So she'll be just observing everything in her environment. And when I see these TikToks, I think to myself, she is such a good observer without inference. Like she is saying, whoa I'm going fast but she's saying it and then she's moving on she's not saying whoa I'm going fast I'm a bad skier this isn't good I should stop there's no judgment of self and I was talking to a client um on a call last week and we were saying how as children we are just so certain there's no such thing as like confidence or unworthiness we are just certain of ourselves we just know ourselves and we're certain and we haven't had things happen to us yet we haven't had experiences that told us that we were wrong or bad and we don't learn that our behavior and that our thoughts are to be interpreted and internalized 
So when I watch this three-year-old and her just being an observer of her environment and taking everything in and even the observation of her own thoughts, I need you to do that too. I need you to do that too because when you become an observer of your thoughts versus the thinker of your thoughts, you begin realizing that they are outside of you and that you really can think whatever the fuck you want. So here's my story. (laughs) Now we're circling back. Here's my story that I want to tell you guys. So I am often on sales calls. So I'm often on sales calls and meeting with people in person has always been a nerve wracking thing for me because I have a stutter and because I have experience with with needing to say the right thing or be the right thing. And before, when I didn't do all this work on my speech impediment, I truly believe that people would not want to work with me because I stuttered and that they wouldn't be able to get a transformation or they wouldn't like choose to work with me simply because I stuttered and they didn't like it. And that means that they didn't like me or whatever story that I decided to tell myself about why I couldn't be a good coach, right? So being on calls is nerve wracking for me. Um, And I also had COVID when I was on this particular sales call. And I was sick. And when I'm sick, my speech is really disfluent. There's a lot of things. It could be lack of sleep, plugged up nose, as you can hear, whatever it is, sometimes it just really affects my sleep It all or speech. It also depends too on like um, the cycle I'm in, in terms of my hormonal cycle, how much coffee I had that day. Even being on Concerta, it is a stimulant, right? So I have to drink water and work out so I can calm down the nervous system because when I'm really super high speed and anxious, the speech gets worse. So... It's already nerve wracking to be on sales calls because I'm talking to people and I want to work with them and I want to change their life. Um, And it's nerve wracking, right? But they get so much easier the more you do them and the more that you're certain you can help people. So they definitely have gotten easier, but I just need you to know that that like even I get nervous on sales calls, okay? Even I get nervous and there's nothing wrong with it and you learn that your discomfort doesn't mean that it's wrong or it's bad or that you screwed something up, okay? First and foremost. So I was on the call with this potential client and we it was so good. We had such a great call. And it was really great and she did say yes. But then there was some things that happened afterwards that caused her to have to say no. And when I was the observer of my thoughts, the first thought that came up that I was like, whoa, I can't believe I just had that thought was you did something wrong. You're stupid. How could you let this happen? You did something wrong. How can you fix it? That that over-responsibility pattern that came up. And because I have ADHD as well, like rejection sensitivity is really there. So I really have to use the own tools that I use with my clients and all those things to help myself even process when somebody says no. Because if I don't do that, then I will like inevitably self-sabotage and that's why I'm such a good coach because honestly I use everything on my clients that I use on myself so when I was observing my thoughts those are what came up was I'm stupid 
um, how could I let this happen? I did something wrong. And before I would have really internalized those things and I would have generally thought, oh my God, I am stupid. I, I did screw something up. How could I let this happen? And it would go into a very silent shame cycle, a very silent, quiet shame cycle. And because I have tendency to spiral, just like a lot of you do, it would go into what am I doing wrong? Do I need to fix something? Do I need to cancel sales calls altogether? All of these things that look like the brain is trying to remedy the situation and fix the situation and work on growing the business in the way that I want to grow it and leaning towards feeling more aligned. And it was all just me having to sit with my discomfort and simply observe my thoughts without making them mean anything about me. Because I know this song and dance. I know where a lot of these thoughts have come from. I know who that critical person is in my life or who they are because it could be one person, it could be two people, whoever it is for you. I, I know where that comes from. And that has come from awareness to those thoughts and awareness that I am not my thoughts. And the same thing goes for you in that if you have the thoughts of I'm not good enough, you have just repeated that over and over in your head that when your brain is vulnerable, when something happens that invokes fear and you feel threatened in some way, whether it's a threat to your identity or a threat to your business or a threat to your, a threat or a threat to your security and stability with your situation with money whenever you are vulnerable that is when those stories are going to come up because you are more apt to believe them you're more apt to believe the same thoughts and feelings that you have always had running a loop in your brain and you can't just stop them from happening because as you know I am a very experienced coach. I have made a lot of money. I sign somebody literally the next day. It doesn't actually mean anything, but I still have those thoughts come up and I treat them as train tracks in your brain because think of your neural pathways as train tracks, right? And those old thoughts of I'm stupid, I'm not good enough, I'm wrong. These are all train tracks that have been turned off they are no longer in use anymore you choose to like these are not an option anymore right but when things happen when we get rejected when something bad happens or we fuck up or we make a mistake it is likely that those old thoughts are going to light up they're going to light up And you are going to see them and you're going to be like, shit, I thought that I was over that thought, but obviously I'm not. But it's not even about that. It's it's the fact that you realize that that thought is optional and you can recognize, oh, this makes total sense because whenever I criticize myself, it was because I learned to be critical of myself because of this parent or this grandparent or this teacher or whoever it was, right? Like you learned that. And the option is to always continue using that track again. But just like this three-year-old girl, you can instead observe it and then be on your way. 
I observed the thought of I'm stupid and immediately I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I had that thought. Like, that's not true. Oh my God, that's not true at all. Oh my God, the the shame that I used to feel about being stupid, I know so much better now. I have ADHD. I, I had so many things that were... the that caused me to think that I was stupid. I had a critical parent. I had a lot of things that this story makes sense to my brain, but I know better. I know that I am not stupid. There's no way that I could be stupid. So I would not be able to do that if I didn't become aware of those stories and aware of where they came from and so painfully aware of the fact that that is not my voice. And you guys know, I always say this to give that voice a name. So Rhonda is my inner imposter. And when Rhonda comes up, it's like, that's Rhonda. Rhonda would would be the only bitch to dare call me stupid, you know, because nobody else is allowed to call me stupid. And the fact that she even said that, I can observe it. And I then become the observer of my thoughts and not the thinker of my thoughts. So I want you to remember and I want you to take away from this particular episode that it is inevitable that you are going to hit up against events and things that cause you discomfort or fear, especially if you're stretching yourself, you're going outside of your comfort zone. It is inevitable that you will have experiences that will make you more vulnerable and susceptible to the stories that you have always told yourself and that's why entrepreneurship is a fucking ride because it is such an emotional roller coaster because when you start to have to show up and sell and market and stand in your power and be the expert and all of these things it's going to bring up all those thoughts that you have about yourself because it's just you and usually a phone and a laptop and you speaking into the void right so it's going to bring up all your own thoughts and your own feelings and you have to know that when that happens of course all your stories are going to come up of course all your stories and limiting beliefs and all these things are going to come up And you can choose to either be the thinker of those things and internalize them, or you can begin the work of understanding them, observing them, and choosing differently and letting go. And it's really as simple as me being like, ooh, I'm stupid. I did something wrong. And then me just having a conversation in the brain, in my head being like, okay, I can think that I'm stupid, but how is that going to help me? And it's not true. It's not true at all. Of course, because somebody said no, of course, because the way that my brain is, of course, because of the way that I wasn't allowed to have emotion when I was younger, of course, because of all of these things, of course, I'm feeling this way. So how can I have compassion for myself, validate myself, and what can we choose to think instead? This person was not a good fit at this time. This person is going to come back. This doesn't mean anything about me. And that is how you start to create space between something like this happening and triggering all of your stories and self-sabotage. You start to separate the space because you're not trying to fix, you're not trying to control, you're not trying to like think away your thoughts you're not trying to think how can I get smarter because I I think I'm stupid so how can I be smarter next time you allow you allow and observe and just like that three-year-old on skis whipping down the hill 
running into like very dangerous situations with with trees and rocks and going down the hill and she's just observing she's just observing everything she's observing her environment but she has her eye on the end of the hill she knows where she's going and it is just her job to observe and to be aware of what's going on but she doesn't let it stop her even if she falls even if she falls she could think whoa i was going too fast i shouldn't have been going that fast she could have gone down the spiral but instead she gets up and she just keeps going so that is my lesson for you today i love you guys so much if you are wanting to do this work and take this work deeper because you know that your thoughts and your feelings are affecting you tenfold in your sales and your marketing and you want to sign high ticket clients and build a six-figure business that you feel worthy of if you have adhd or anxiety or depression and you feel like how the fuck am i going to grow this business with this brain i'm here to help you i have spots open for one-to-one coaching we will work together for six months and you can go to the link in my show notes and book a sales call i love you so much bye thanks for listening to the from imposter to empowered podcast head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in my lifetime group coaching program the worthy woman method in the show notes you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter and once you're done with that screenshot this episode and share it on instagram taking me at your coach jill so we can connect see you next time